Hey friends, I just wanted to quickly give you an introduction to this episode. My wonderful friend and neighbor, Shannon, joined me for this bonus episode about online dating. As two single women, Shannon and I have talked extensively about our challenges and successes about dating and also our fears. Most of the time, online dating can be fun, though there are some frustrations. And frustration is pretty much the worst Shannon and I have ever experienced. But there are some dangers out there. Our intent is not to scare anyone away from online dating, but just to open your eyes that there are predators out there. For my male listeners, none of this is directed at you, unless you are a predator. For you, this should serve only as an education about the things women worry about when we date, and we hope that you champion safe online dating. We also hope you too stay safe because men can also be victims of online scams and violence. Shannon and I also talk about domestic violence and some of the dating red flags that can lead to domestic violence relationships. If you are the victim of domestic violence and need help, you can contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE-7233 or 911 if you are in immediate danger. There is a way out and there are people out there who will help you. I hope you enjoy this episode, despite the fact that Shannon's might cut out towards the end. No episode is perfect. Hey everyone, welcome to a bonus episode of the history behind the crime as we are between seasons right now. And I wanted to do this bonus episode, uh, which you will notice is entirely unscripted, which we've only done once before uh, with our um, with our guest, Tom, because we have another guest today, Shannon. And the funny thing is, is Shannon's actually my neighbor. Uh, but interestingly enough. Um, she has a background in psychology with special studies in criminal justice, uh, criminal and law, and also sex offenders. So I, I thought for this episode, she would be the perfect guest. But also, a few weeks ago, we got totally obliterated by um, tequila, and drunkenly we were talking about, oh, yeah, we got to do this. Because it just made so much sense. But anyways, welcome, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me. So when did we, we met back in, gosh, probably like six months ago? Six months, like back in Maybe. September or something? Yeah, yeah. because our awesome neighbors threw a, a game night. Yep. And since then, it's become a monthly thing, almost a bi-weekly yeah, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, now we probably do it bi-weekly. Yeah. And the thing that we all have in common is we all have dags. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we have, we all have two apiece, but Shannon, which I think fits your, your personality to a T, you have two of the most adorable German Shepherds. They are the sweetest too. And for German Shepherds, I just feel like they're sweet and they're nice dogs. They're so cute. They are, they're gorgeous. They look ferocious and they do and they sound it. But then once you like walk through the door, you're like, Oh, that deep bark for nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I said, they're just looking at them. It's enough to throw off. Like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
yes, mom, I dropped the F-bomb again. <laughs> but uh, other than that, where can – I love this because your dogs have their own Instagram page. They do. So where can we find them on Instagram? Just under Duke and Brady, the two shepherds. It's funny because there's another Duke and Brady that are two – I think they're Boston Terriers <laughs> – so they both show up, and mine are the two German Shepherds. <laughs> okay, Duke and Brady on on Instagram, they're the two German Shepherds. Although I'm sure the other ones are just oh, I, know, I have to. I keep telling myself I have to follow the other ones, and I keep forgetting my <laughs> reminder. Tonight I'm going to follow them. <laughs> yeah, so so uh, follow Duke and Brady because they are adorable. And also, yeah, we're going to talk about dogs for a little bit. Yeah. But they are, they're, I always call it sniff testing, but they're smell. Nose framing. work. They're nose yeah. work. That's what it is. Scent work, nose work. So it's an extra thing that they do on top of like their regular training, but they're obsessed with their nose work. So they go interior and sniff out boxes. And now they're doing exterior for like buildings, vehicles. And it's so embarrassing when I'm walking them around the apartment. <laughs> They go up to actually your car all the time. There's nothing in my car. I swear. I get it checked out almost every day by very well-trained army people, which reminds me you're an army veteran. Yes, I am. Yay. Yeah. You know, thank you for your service. I almost said congratulations. I don't know why. It's like you made it out alive. Hey, I did it for you, which sounds kind of like kind of crass. But we made it out alive. We both did. We're very happy about that. But what's interesting without naming the the, the corporation you work for? Yeah. You actually work with both law enforcement and criminals on a daily basis. I do. So tell tell me about that. It's super fun and exciting. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Um but pretty much I just have to daily observe different behaviors, figure out are they going to do something Good or bad. And you're talking about you work in a, I don't want to, almost a big box store. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking for shoplifters. Shoplifters, yes. So I'm looking, observing their behaviors as soon as they come in. A big part is not discriminating based upon their looks, but really just focusing on their behaviors. Um, Really working on big organized retail crime cases. So it's more than just like, oh, they stole $5 worth, but no, like these are huge groups in organized retail retail crime rings that come in and stealing thousands and thousands, fraud cases, fraud check cases, um, and just putting them together and then working with law enforcement and detectives. And then we do blitzes, they say, or operations inside the stores where there's undercovers in the parking lot. And then, you know, we just radio in, okay, they're leaving now. And then the police come in, swoop up, grab them, book them, prosecute. And on to the next one. And that's where your psychology really comes in when you're observing yeah, behavior. Definitely. And another another way your your um, your psychology comes in observing behavior is that uh, this episode is about online dating, which is why Shannon and I got drunk and kept on oh, talking yeah. about it because we have both experienced some bad online dating. Oh yeah. So anyways, before we get into this, because it is kind of scary, and I already talked to my mother today, and I'm like, don't let it scare you. I'm not meeting a serial killer online. At least I don't think I am. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. After after we get through everything, it's going to seem like they're all serial killers. Oh, I know. But online dating is a great thing. I think something like um, almost half of couples met online now. 
Yep. And I know I have that statistic somewhere and we'll, we'll get to it, but I've met a lot of great people online. Yeah. I'm still friends with some, I've met my doctor through a guy I dated online. Oh, wow. Yeah. Best yeah. doctor I've ever had. Sorry, Dr. Hunter, but you, you've, you've been knocked down a second. <laughs> but so I don't, I don't want anybody to feel that this is like the most dangerous thing that you can do because it's not. I think there are so many benefits. Obviously, if you put the safety into it, there are so many benefits to online dating. And it's not all just negative or right. just bad. You, you don't have to get dressed up every Friday night. Right. Right. You, you don't have to shave your legs every other day. Oh, no. Which we don't. all hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, you can date in the comfort of your pajamas. It's yeah. just the difficult part is actually weeding through all of the difficult cases. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that for both men and women because there are some. Oh, yeah. I there's think some, both. Oh, God, there's some interesting women out there. And I think probably we're two of them. <laughs> <laughs> the two most interesting right now are talking. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, we're also drinking wine right now. So we're having a good time. So I was we both did our research and came up with so many statistics. The first one is that 39 percent of all heterosexual couples meet online. There's that statistic. Yeah, it was there number it one. Is. Yeah. Now, are those people that are currently dating or just that have gone on dates have met somebody. Those are. Active couples. Active couples, 39%. Wow. And this yeah. spans all age ranges from um, older teenagers, 18 and okay. over, um, to older couples. And that's relatively speaking. I'm not calling you guys old. But I have a, a very wonderful couple that live in Colorado, and they met online. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was living in Colorado. She was living in Canada. Oh, my God. Yeah. And now they both live in Colorado? And, and now they both live in Colorado, and her birthday is on the 4th of July. Oh, my God. And it's just like, how perfect is that? They're the sweetest couple, the most giving um, couple. Yeah. And if it wasn't for a dating site, they never would have met. It's crazy to think, like, people on different sides of the world or the country can meet and actually yeah. stay together and end up together. Like, you never would have met them. You never would have met them. for online dating. And, and I guess... Historically, since this is the history behind the crime, historically, that would be a mail order bride. Yeah. Well, for a lot of people who don't know what a mail order bride is or haven't seen SVU, um, back in the, I want to say the 1800s, uh, cause I actually did not do detailed research on this. Women would, men and women would um, advertise in magazines, newspapers, um, looking for suitable husband for what have you. Because, you know, back in the West and yeah. actually here in Washington, too. Oh, this is a big thing in Washington. You had a, a, a huge population of single men. There were no women. Oh, wow. I mean, if there was a woman yeah. in... Washington, Oregon, even in San Francisco during the gold rush, men would come miles around just to like see her, like oh, wow. literally just look at her just to look because they hadn't seen a woman in months. So when these towns began to establish, they would write back east looking for brides and women would then correspond with them and then travel to the west. Oh, wow. And then marry them sight unseen. 
Oh my Because it's gosh. not like, you know, they had a lot of great cameras back then. It's oh, right. To get your, your picture taken. And now there are mail order brides. We call them mail order brides, but now they're, they're incorporated. Okay. You go through a company and Ugh. anyways, that's a very long story. I wasn't even going to get onto that one. <laughs> um, back to online dating. And the funny thing is Shannon was worried that she would get word vomit. Oh, I know. I was so worried about it. You're like, no, it'll be fine. Okay. No, don't worry. Cause I'll take over the conversation. But as we were talking about online dating, we started talking about the pitfalls yeah. of online dating and found out that 63% of daters, both men and women, have said it is more difficult to date today after the pandemic than it was before. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I was, I was actually, I was wondering why. I mean, is it just like we're, you know, that year of staying in your house now, yeah. you're just like, I ain't ever leaving. Yeah, I feel like it's, you're almost scared to go out. I think some people are scared after COVID hit, like, oh, I don't even want to go out in public anymore unless I need to go. But then also that fear you're so comfortable alone by yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that it's like, oh, now I have to go out. It's been a year since I've really been out meeting people. How does conversation go? And if I don't like the person, I feel like it's just kind of like a restart to figuring it out. Yeah, so you have to figure out how to, you have to re-socialize yourself. Yes, that's perfectly said. Two out of ten Americans are using dating apps, and that's since hmm. this past July, or this past January. Seems high. 20% of Americans use dating apps and 4% of the world's population use dating apps. Wow. But here's, this is just skimming the surface. 57% of online daters lie. Oh, oh yes, I could say that. And you want to know the number one thing they lie about is? Being married. Yep. Their marital (laughs) status. Give that woman a cookie. Um, so they lie about marital status, their name. Okay, I could be yes. Yep. Where they're from and their appearance, which, okay. Let's all be honest with each other. We all put a picture up on our dating profile that is 10 years old. Oh, yes. I think old pictures filtered. Now with all the oh, filters yeah. that are out there, I mean... I'll be the first to admit, okay. I will use filters. <laughs> yep. It's like, you know what? No, I'm using a filter. It's when you, yes. it's when you are five foot five and you say you're six foot five. Yes. No, yeah. that's a huge difference. That's like, ooh, not that I minded the five foot five because, you know, I'm right. five two on a good day. Yeah. See, where I'm tall for a female. Right. Taller. And it's just like, no, be a little bit honest. Half of online daters are already in a relationship. Ugh. And 11% are married. That just seems so, but I believe it. I mean, talking about it seems so high, but I believe it. Yeah. That I just wonder why they do it. Is it that rush? They're not getting what they need at home. I don't know, but I, I think I, I brought this up on one of the episodes. I was, I was chatting with the dude online and he, he seemed normal. Yeah. He seemed normal and he was very interested in meeting. And I'm like, well, this would be wonderful. We made a date for coffee. And we're going to talk about coffee later. And the day before the date, I'm like, hey, are we still on for tomorrow? And he's like, absolutely. I'm like, perfect. Two hours before the date. Yeah, I messaged him. 
hey, are we still on? Because, you know, I've been set up before. Like, we all right. have. We all have. And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We're, we're on for coffee. I get to the coffee shop. I get my coffee. I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. No show. He doesn't show up. He doesn't show up. So what I do, I just take my coffee and I go to the nearest bookstore. And of course. Spend a lot of money. And we have a group on a social media platform. Um, it's full, it's nothing but women and they're giving each other the heads up on creepy dudes. Yeah. Or they're looking for dating advice, safety advice. A lot of safety. A lot of safety. And I posted a picture. I'm like, Hey, does anybody know this guy? His wife. <gasps> oh no. His wife. Oh no. Puts in the comments. Yeah. We're in the middle of a divorce, <gasps> but we still live together. Honey, you dodged a bullet. He's an alcoholic. <gasps> oh, my God. And it was just like, what the hell, man? Right. Yeah. That's just so crazy. And I feel like with this, with this social media group, I feel like it's going around everywhere. And it's so popular now it is. that husbands who are on there, boyfriends who are on there are going to get caught because so many females are following this group. Yeah. And they're eventually going to get caught. And they're going to get caught. And... The nice thing about this group is also the when women go on a date or have just been in a relationship with yeah. someone with a man who is back on dating apps. Yeah. It's like, ladies, this is what he did. Yeah. Beware. Beware. He's a love bomber. Yeah. Um, he's verbally abusive. Or and the opposite's true too. I don't want I don't want you guys to think that this site just puts men down. It doesn't. Yes, that's true. Because a lot of men, sorry, I will say a lot of men get angry at this site because there are so many, not to put other females on, but a lot of females will be on this site and screenshot it to the male. And the male will be like, it's a bashing for us. It's this and that. But it's not at all. No, because the nice thing is, is that somebody will, will post a, um, a profile mm-hmm. and it's like, oh yeah, you know, I work with him. He is a great guy. Yes. Or hey, yeah, that's my uncle, best uncle ever. Yep. He's and, great. He's nice. He'll take care of you. Right. Great job. It's like, oh yeah, you know, we actually went on a couple of dates. Yeah. It didn't work out for us, but you know, yep. I didn't get any weird bites. Yeah. So there's a lot of honesty and it's a lot of women looking out for each other. I love the idea of it. Yeah. I love it. I just worry that Sometimes the females have bad intentions with it. Yeah. That is. You just have to be careful. You have to be careful. So you you do have to use quite a bit of common sense. With that, (laughs) with online dating and the, I don't want to say creepers, because these, the the next guy I want to talk about, and yes, we're talking about guys. I'm sorry. I love men. I love men. Yes. (laughs) But. This is about the the men with ill intentions, okay? This yeah. is not about all men. This is these are bad guys. Yes. The ones that that get me are the ones that use regular dating sites, not hookup sites. Okay. Dating sites wanting a hookup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what I found in an article is this quote that some women have felt like online dating was akin to free sex work. It's interesting. Yeah. It's very. Now I feel like there are, depending on the dating 
site, I feel like with Tinder, it's like known as a hookup. So people get on there to be like, oh, with the intentions of majority are, this is going to be a hookup. Right. Not all everyone that gets on there is for that, but it's kind of more known in the aspect where maybe Bumble is more of, okay, this is a, we go on dates, a relationship. So I yeah. think it depends on which dating app it is too. Yeah. But the, um, yeah, I really, I, I really like this, this quote because I mean, personally, how many times have you been out on date? And even by the end of the day, he was already pushy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. And, you know, this is not me bringing anyone down. You do with your sex life as you want to do. Yeah. I definitely, I do not shame anybody, no matter how kinky you are. Go for it, girl. It is after that, you know, you guys, you know, do have an intimate moment. Yeah. And he never calls. And then afterwards, he's a ghost. He's a ghost. He ghosted you because he got what he wanted. Yep. He didn't. It's free sex work. Yeah, that is interesting. And what was the percent that thought that? No, that's just uh, just said some women. And it's like, okay, yeah. I could 100% see that. Yeah. But there's one that's, um, then we're kind of jumping around because we were trying to get home to, um, the, the creepiest set of guys. Yeah. But, Catfishing. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which we were talking about before we started recording. Um, the amount of women on our, our social media group that post pictures, hey, does anybody know about this dude? And all the comments say, girl, he's not real. It's a catfish. It's a catfish. And would you... <laughs> Some some of my my listeners probably don't know what catfishing or catfish okay. is. Can you can you tell them? Yeah, posing as somebody else, so using either somebody somebody else's picture for your either financial gain, pleasure gain, whatever kind of gain, but you pretending to be somebody that you're not. So it is somebody who is not real, correct? Or somebody who is posing it's as posing as yeah. Like what what was it the um, the other day? somebody's um some dude used the photo of Jensen Eccles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean who so doesn't fun. love Jensen? It's fine. <laughs> Honey, no, we all know who he is and we yeah. all want to date him. Oh, every single one of us. <laughs> um and for those of you who don't know, he was an actor on Supernatural. Uh he was yes. Uh, very attractive, but somebody is definitely using his pro or his picture. Yeah. On a dating site. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we all know who he is. But so catfishing is used either for some somebody who just does not have confidence in who they yeah. are. And though those people I feel I feel for. Yeah. And I feel with the right amount of maybe therapy. You could get there. You could get there. Um but most of all, they're not about wanting a relationship. Right. They're out for financial gain. Yes. And, oh, there are so many dating scams, guys. So Holy many. crap. Yeah, um, did you watch on Netflix the Tinder Swindler? I haven't watched it oh yet. Oh, my gosh. You have to see it. But it it's from Tinder or this male on Tinder who went on there and literally got 
I think it was around $10 million from women scamming them. Oh, my gosh. So he was a real person, and he looked like all his photos, but he used fake names and would pretty much say that I came from this diamond company. My father is a billionaire. I'm going to take over. No, it's too good to be true. Way too good. The crazy part is he would actually take these women and spend thousands of dollars on them, gain their trust, Mm -hmm. and then be like, hey, my card, something security happened. Can you send me $250,000 cash? Right there. Yep. And then it would just be all the time. And then he would spend that money on the next woman and just this cycle. And just, you know, it's interesting that you said that because did you know in 2021, dating scams netted over $1 billion. This is oh Dr. Evil's one billion. <laughs> yes. You know, not million. This is with a billion with a B. And that was mostly in, um, Western countries. One so billion that dollars. Wasn't necessarily just global. But there are a couple of scams. Um, there is the money mule scam. Oh. Yeah. What's this one? So what they do is they send you money and they go, Hey, will you buy these gift cards? Oh yeah. And I am going to have someone get those gift cards from you. So they're not scamming money out of you, but they're using mm-hmm. you as a go-between. They'll also ask you to set up a bank account. Yeah. They'll funnel money into it and somebody else will take money out. So they're laundering money. Yep. And guys, that's illegal. Okay. That is very do illegal. Do not do it. Don't. Oh my gosh. And there's people out there that do it. Oh, they do. Well, I feel like they also target. Elderly people or older people to do most of yeah. this. Well, they're they're targeting elderly people and women that are vulnerable. Vulnerable. They're yeah. desperate. Yeah, naive. Yeah. yeah, because they're they're getting that romantic connection, yeah. that emotional attachment, and then one day they call you up because you know they're overseas and that's why they can't yeah. come to visit. And hey, my sister is really sick and she needs an operation. Do Tragic you think story. you can loan me five grand? Oh, so sad. And they want that emotional connection they already built with you. Right. Then you feel bad. Yes, I'll send it. But don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And guys, if they say they work overseas, um, what is it? They're an overseas doctor, developer, and some military, not all, because right. we both know that deployed military people still use dating sites. Yep. But if they say that they're overseas and that's the reason why they can't visit, they're not real. Yeah, they're not. Um, the ones that really scare me are those that are, they send you over to websites that are, they're full of malware. Oh. So they break into your computer. Yeah. They either download everything you have in there. Or they just take over and they, you know, they ransom your computer. Yeah. And it's so crazy because back when I was younger, I'd always be like, oh, who, you know, if somebody hacks onto my phone or my computer, I don't have anything. Like, I have pictures of my dog. Yeah. I want those. But not realizing, like, my bank account was on there, all my credit cards, all apps and everything that they yeah. can get into. Almost every single thing that you have ever looked yeah. up on your computer is right there. 
What is even more scarier is those that do get into your computer. They do find something juicy or these yeah. men who you trust enough and, and women, you trust enough to send intimate photos and then yeah. they blackmail you with it. And that's yeah. called sextortion. Yeah. There was, um, oh gosh, I can't think of the name of it, but there was a website, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, no, keep on going. Yeah, um, there was a website where pretty much if your ex or somebody is don't anyone like, up. Yes. 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 Yeah. And you can download even other people's pictures and you're making money off of it. It was just insane. Yeah. That's, um, I think it's a Netflix documentary. Yes. I think uh, so too. It's the most hated man on the internet. Yes. That's what it is. And obviously it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. Um, no. there, there is some nudity. There's some very strong language. Yeah. Not that we normally care, but some of you do. Um, but yeah, this, this man was the most hated man on the internet. He ended up, he created this website. What was this back in the mid 2000s? I think so, around then. And he would take naked photos of women, of men. Yeah. And he would just post them on his website without permission. That's the main part. From anybody, because believe it or not, back then, this wasn't against the law. Yep. And he would not take any of the photos down. Even parents, like, because parents would complain, like, the mothers would call and be like, please take my daughter's photo down. Right. And he would not. And he wouldn't do it. Um, he was eventually taken down by another hacker. Yeah. And by a woman whose daughter, well, her, yeah. her daughter's photos were, were put up on his website. And she went to war. She even got the FBI involved. She fought. <laughs> and it was fought. Just like, damn, you just don't piss off a mom. At right? All. So you, you definitely want to look out for scams like that. I'm not saying don't send photos to someone you trust. I would just be very cautious. Once it's on the Internet, I just feel like it's always there. And it's Yeah, it's always you there. You don't know if they're going to post. I would definitely trust that person. Right. But they're not going to post it. So anywhere. just, yeah, be careful. Be cautious. Be cautious. Take precautions. But those are, those are scams. What, what Shannon and I have been discussing, um, the last few days was not necessarily about scams, but more about sex offenders. Yeah. Um, serial killers. Yeah. Which that actually scared the crap out of us. That was like a, an ongoing <laughs> thing. Um, and so many other just bad seeds out there. To make it even more scary, one in ten, ten percent of all sex offenders use dating apps. So scary to hear those numbers. Yeah. Even more scarier is that 25 percent of rapists use dating sites to find their victims. Ugh. And these are not necessarily convicted rapists. These are all rapists. Yeah. Those that have and have not been caught. Um, also, a 2015 True Crime Daily study, and we love True Crime Daily. Yeah. Estimated that 16,000 abductions, 100 murders, and thousands of rapes were directly linked to dating sites. Ugh. So, Shannon, my question to you is, what makes dating apps appealing to sex offenders? It's a tough one, but I would say 
It's easy for them. It's right at their fingertips. It's so much easier. Um, Online, you can shape yourself however you want. That person you're talking to isn't going to necessarily know who you are, won't know your background unless they do their own background check. Part of behavioral psychology is you get immediate validation. So if you're a sex offender, people talking to you and they like you, you start conversations, it releases a dopamine, which is, yeah, um, which is a brain reward system. So when you're talking to matching, it's almost like a high to them. And then they can go out there, find their victim. They can also see from the females that are on there, this girl seems more naive. This girl I can overpower. You have more of that be able to look at them, see them, get to know them through conversation and say, could you be a victim? Could you not be a victim? More than just meeting somebody at the park or at a grocery store. Some scary stuff. (laughs) Okay. So your recommendation, I guess, to women would be, be careful how you phrase your profile. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely still be you. um, But I do think sex offenders, and this goes for any criminal, I guess, out there, but they definitely go after people that are more naive, that deal with depression, anxiety, that feel the need to want somebody. And then the offender will build that emotional connection with you. So you open up to them, you talk to them, they make you feel like you need them. And then that's when they gain your trust and then they can, you know, sexually assault you, abuse you, domestic violence, list goes on. But I would still be you. Don't not be you. Don't not pretend to be anybody, but be cautious, which I think we're going to go into later, of like the love bombing. Yeah. People that come on so strong that need to talk to you constantly, which I think we're going over at the end oh, of the yeah, yeah. now. But yeah, but I would still be super cautious of those and just know who you're talking to. Get to really know them. Talk to them for a long period of time. Video chat if you can, if not. But yeah, I would just be extra cautious. Okay. What are some of the traits that women should look for in maybe a, a potential sex offender? I don't know. I think each one is different. I think somebody who is controlling, but this really goes for any crime too, I feel like. But I would definitely say somebody who is controlling, who has to overpower you, secludes you from family and friends. But you won't see that immediately. Right. It will come over time. So in the beginning, somebody who needs to talk to you all the time still really wants to get to know you, um, love bombs you, shows you so much affection and love at once, easily wants to go into a relationship right away. Um, But I can't say that specifically only for sex offenders. Do you think that's more um, maybe domestic violence? Yeah, that might be more of like TV cases. Um, But sex offenders, yeah, I don't really know. If they come, is like, they're all different, I would say. Okay. Well, that, that, you know, that's absolutely fair. So sex offenders are not the only things that, and I know we're jumping around a little bit because I take bad notes. Um, they're not in order. Sue me. <laughs> but I found a Pew Research study. I found two of them. So it says that among female daters between the ages of 18 and 34, So thank goodness that, you know, well, I'm older, so I don't fit that category anymore. But 57 reported that they received explicit messages or images that not asked for them. And I think we've all received, you know, unrequested dick pics. Yes. Oh, yes. Guys. We don't want them. We don't want them. (laughs) 
Honey, you're taking away the fun of discovery later on. Right. Okay. Just keep those in your pocket until later. Okay. Yes. The really unnerving part is that teen girls between the ages of 15 and 17 receive them more than 57%. Ugh. Which kind of makes you feel nasty. Yeah. And just, oh my gosh. I was listening to, um, you can find this on both Small Town Dicks and The Briefing Room. Uh, Detective Dave, uh, he was a um, kind of like a special victims detective in in the area that he worked in. He he talked about online safety with teens and with kids. Uh, look for that episode both on The Briefing Room and Small Town Dicks. Uh, I think it's called Online Safety. But he said that you would be amazed at the the amount of sex offenders who would just randomly send teen oh, girls pictures pictures. Yeah. Oh, that's a study that I learned in schooling too. Um, the Briggs study, they had online sex offender study. So it was 51 offenders who were already criminally charged that they studied. Now these were who were going after juveniles. So it was older men asking pictures to younger girls that were 17 and under, um, but only 10% were diagnosed with pedophilia, but what? they demonstrated high levels of sexual compulsiveness. But what was really interesting that they categorized them into two different groups. So the first group was 59% they found that were only, con- that were contract driven groups. So they insisted on meeting their victims. Oh my God. But 41% were fantasy only. So they had sexual gratification from online pictures. Now, these were from young girls, but it was just interesting to see the two different groups. Okay. They're almost 50-50, but. Okay, so guys who, it's just a fantasy. Yeah. Which is still, when you are soliciting pictures yeah, from still minors. Illegal. It, oh, yeah. 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 And then the other, but a larger half, actually want to meet. Yeah. So 59% were insisted on meeting the people that were sending the young girls that were sending them pictures and, and they needed to go out there and meet them for their high in a sense. That is, Oh my God. Parents talk to your kids. And I was thinking about that too. I feel like with online dating, it wasn't, it wasn't something our parents did. Right. New. So like we never got the safety talks. No, we didn't. We didn't because we didn't know. I mean, our parents didn't know at yeah. the time. I didn't. I didn't get the online safety chat. I got the. Uh, I've talked about it before. The age of thirteen, my mom sat me down. It's like, hey, there are people out there who intentionally want to hurt you. And then she told me a story about Ted Bundy. Oh yeah, both kicked off my my true crime enthusiasm, and then also my, okay, you know what? Maybe you know, yeah, this dude's not a great guy. But yeah, parents talk to your kids. Yeah, super important, especially I mean, with the online and all social media right now. And educate yourself on online apps because trust me, yes. there are apps out there that they are intentionally created to mask themselves from parents. Yeah, like there are messaging apps that oh. the icon looks like a calculator. Yeah, yeah. So, so educate yourselves um, because online dating scares are not just about adults, but they're about yeah. teens too. Another thing, an Australian 
study because we love our Australian listeners. So an Australian study of a dating platform uh, revealed that sexist abuse and harassment disproportionately affect women. Mm. And it's normally targeted by straight men. Uh, the Pew study said that 30 per, 36% of daters, and this is men and women, found their interactions, quote, either extremely or very upsetting. Mm. Um, of women 18 to 35, 19% of daters received threats of physical harm, and men only reported 9%. Such a difference. And... I mean, this is personal. Have you ever received a physical threat? Oh, yeah. I feel, well, I wouldn't say nobody has from online dating. Not, no one's physically hurt me, but physical threats or verbal threats. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. I have. I, my scariest one was, I think this guy sent me an unsolicited dick pic. Oh, and it was just like, well, just don't respond. Right. You know, and I didn't, I didn't block him. Oh, no. And I should have blocked him because the next day he kept on messaging. Hey, I haven't heard from you. Where did you go? You, you know, a couple of choice phrases in yeah. there. And he ended up with, I hope you get raped. <gasps> oh, my God. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, why? It's not. Un- that's not necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. I didn't do anything to you. I just didn't. No. Yeah. And talking to other women, they're like, oh, yeah, I've got that, too. Oh, yeah. I feel like one time I was on, I think it was Tinder or something. Never met the guy. We had just been talking for a few days. I ended up going to some social function with friends, and I gave him my number. He started just blowing up my phone, and I was like, I I don't know you. I've never met yeah. you in person. Like, leave me alone kind of thing, because now you're acting a little crazy. And, you know, just nonstop calling, everything. And finally, at the end, he was like, well, fine, you were ugly anyways. I never wanted you. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, sorry. What? <laughs> Did my my non-contact bruise your little ego? Right. It's like their pride. And then when you turn them down or just ignore them, they're just quick to respond so negative. Yeah. And, you know, the scary thing is, and we keep on saying that, the scary thing yeah. is, <laughs> this is not necessarily coming from the stereotypical person that you're thinking of. You know, right. They they're in their mom's basement. They yeah. don't have a car, you know, acne, whatever. And those things are not necessarily bad things. But these are coming from your your brothers, your yeah. your sons, sometimes your husbands. And yeah. I mean, men that you would have never thought. Who would ever in a million years talk that way? Right. And I had one sergeant major in the army. Oh no. Which is you're you're an army vet. Yeah. That's a yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a very big deal. That's a very big deal in the enlisted world. And after chatting with him, I was like, you know, this guy's a little bit too out of my political sphere. Yeah. Which is fine. But it's just like, you know, I don't feel like we're a good match. Yeah. And his response was, well, I knew you were a stuck up bitch. <gasps> oh, my God. And it was God. like, whoa. And, and he kept after it, too. He just didn't leave it alone. Oh, no. Until it was finally, you know what, Sergeant Major, if you don't stop. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to contact equal opportunity or I'm going to have to contact your command. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I never heard from him again after that. Oh my God. But I was just like, I just don't understand, especially in the military. And I feel like being in the military now in civilian world, civilian world, people who are army vets or whichever branch are like, you know, I used to talk like this and say this. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's just a military thing. No, like, no, no, it is not a military thing. No, there is no way. And that's not, I mean, military is amazing. And I loved it, but that's not a military thing. Like you don't. Yeah, talk like that. because you would think once you get to a rank like that, especially sergeant major, especially sergeant major, which is that the I mean, other than like the. Yeah, you're in charge of like. Yeah, that is battalion. one of the highest yeah. ranks for an enlisted person. Yes. That's insane. OK, anyways, reliving that trauma. Ugh. Um. So where do you think the most dangerous states to um, online dating are? I don't. Well, see, I thought it would have been Washington. Mm. I thought it would have been Washington no, State we, for sure. We didn't make the list. I'm shocked. <laughs> I am like literally shocked by that. No, but close. Okay. Alaska oh. is the most dangerous state for online dating. Interesting. And I never would have guessed that one ever. Nope. So Alaska, Nevada, California, oh. Florida. Yeah. In Colorado. Oh, wow. But the safest ones, which one of these actually did throw me for a loop. So the safest is Vermont. Okay. Which makes sense. They have a yeah. lot of cheese there. Everybody's happy with cheese. <laughs> like cheese. <laughs> um, West Virginia. Montana. Hmm. Montana of all places. I love Montana, but... Yeah, there's huh. some freaky things that have Montana. No, it's a safe place to online. Yeah, date. okay. New Hampshire and Maine. Yeah. Where was the last one? Maine. Maine. I could, okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you're looking for a guy, guys go up to the um, to the Northeast. Yeah, this is a place. Maybe we should move. I love Washington. No, I no. Like, uh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> East Coast is great. I lived on the East Coast twice, but yeah. I love Washington. We have oh, I love salmon it here. here. Yeah. See, I'm not a big salmon person. I love Washington, though. I love the nature. The okay, height. we're evicting you. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah, you, can't, you can't live in Washington and not like salmon. I've never tried it. I gotta try it one time. No, I've never been a seafood person. You've never tried salmon? No. No. Actually, the first time I ever tried anything seafood was here in Washington, and it was shrimp. I tried it, and I was like, oh, I love it. But that's kind of all I've gone to. Okay, we're going to Duke's. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same after my Duke. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> my, it's no, yeah. I mean, guys, if you're, um, yeah, travel tip. If you're ever up in Washington, either Tacoma yeah. or Seattle, go to Duke Seafood. Just, oh, yeah. I always hear so high about it. it. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice thing. If you want a nice place to take a date. Oh, yeah. Take her to Duke's there you or go. take them to Duke's. Yeah. So we were, we were talking about, this started because I found some stories, and I'll, I'll go over those stories here in a little bit. There have been a few people in the last 20 years who have used dating sites for very ill intent. Okay. And this got Shannon and I talking, and I also I brought in my uh, 
my crime crew's roommate BC in on this, and we were debating that if dating apps were around in the 1970s, or if particular offenders were still alive and and offending today, would they use dating apps to find their victims? And we had a very we all had very interesting messages back and forth of whether Ted Bundy would That's have utilized one. dating apps because yeah. he targeted young women. Yeah. And normally college students, sometimes not. And he was very vicious. Yeah. But he used his charm. Yep. It wasn't always a blitz attack. He was very charming. Oh, yeah. And he was handsome, especially for that like time period. He was very handsome, oh, yeah. intelligent. Yeah, I mean, he was he, he was almost the perfect predator. Yep. But so we, we started discussing whether or not he would use dating apps. One of us said absolutely he would. Another mm-hmm. said probably not because it would have gotten him caught all the sooner. And another one of us said he probably wouldn't have used them in the western states, mm-hmm. but maybe in Florida when he started to lose control. So we had different theories about that. I want you guys to tell me what you think. Yeah, it's such a good one. Yeah, I want you to email me. Uh, let me know what you think, because it's just an interesting what if. Yeah. But we started talking about that because that leads us into some creepy ass stories. Yes. And this one happened this year. So this was back in January. Okay. And this hits our area very hard. Oh, it yeah. popped up on our social media page um, with a whole bunch of women going, hey, if you see this guy on any dating apps, you need to call the police. Yeah. So this was the case of 36-year-old Benjamin Obadiah, who had met a woman on a dating app. He had kidnapped her, held her in his apartment, raped her, tortured her, and left her to die. I don't know why I'm losing my voice, but please bear with me. And he went on the run. Mm -hmm. And this, I think it even made national news. I think so, too. Yeah, because I remember seeing it on, anyways, I saw it on national news. And police went on to theorize he was using dating apps to find his victims. Yeah. Fortunately, police ended up catching up with, with him in Oregon. And also, fortunately, the bastard shot himself. After a standoff with police, he was a freaking coward. Yeah. Oh, I know. I feel like in those situations, I mean, for me personally, I would rather see them go to jail and rot in prison forever. Yeah. Than to take the easy way out. Yeah. Now he's gone. Yeah. He certainly did that. I mean, he could. I mean, he inflicted this violence on this woman who did survive. And she is in recovery. She's recovering. But he, he couldn't. Right. Yeah, he couldn't man up enough. Exactly. And face it. Yeah. What he had done. Another scary one in 2016 in the UK. 26-year-old Carl Langdell viciously killed Katie Locke, a young student, and assaulted Mm -hmm. her post-mortem after the two had met and arranged a date on Plenty of Fish, which is a very popular free date site. So just months earlier, Langdell had been released from a psychiatric hospital. 
where he had admitted to fantasizing mm. about killing women. And then they released him? And then they released him. <sighs> but he he just said he fantasized about right. it. Right. He had never yeah. done it in the past. He had never done it. He said he had no intentions of doing it. And, well, he's not a threat. Right. So they released him. Um, he was given a minimum sentence of 26 years. Oh, my God. After he kidnapped, raped, murdered, and raped again a young woman. <gasps> Do we know how old he was? Uh, he was 26. Um, I don't okay. know how old Katie was. So, I mean, even with the 26-year sentence, he's going to be released. He's going to be released, and he's still going to be able to. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, also in the UK, this happened between 2014 and 2015. Uh, Stephen Port met other young men online. Anthony Walgate, Gabriel Kovari, Daniel Whitworth, and Jack Taylor. So he met them through a popular um, gay dating site. Okay. He drugged them, attacked them, and killed them before disposing of their bodies near his home in East London. Oh, my God. Uh, he was sentenced to life in prison. Okay. And so it's not just women. Right. It's men, too. It's men, too. I mean, guys, be aware. And it's not just it's not just our gay friends. It's also um, it's also straight men. So yeah. in October of 2021, this one's weird. Okay. Uh, 36-year-old Heidi Carter met a woman through a dating app okay. and invited the woman and her boyfriend over to her house to party. So they were going to set up a uh, threesome. Okay. But Carter's boyfriend, Carrie Hammond, came home, found the three engaging in sex, flew into a rage, and started to beat the couple with a baseball bat. <gasps> oh. Um. So Hammond tied and strangled the man, Timothy Ivy, and then sexually assaulted the woman who has remained anonymous. The original woman, Heidi Carter, who set up the entire right. affair, she wasn't too bright. To um, There was apparently quite a mess. Uh, she hired a cleaning lady. Oh, no. Um, to help her clean up this mess. And the cleaning woman found Ivy's body and alerted the police. During an altercation, Hammond shot. He was shot and killed. So oh police shot God. and killed him. Okay. Um, the female was rescued. Okay. And Carter was charged with murder, rape, felony criminal confinement, and abuse of a corpse. Wow. And that was the female? Yeah, that was the female who originally set it up. Oh, my God. Now, did she know at any point her boyfriend was coming home? Was it, like, pre-planned or he just showed up? You know, that is interesting. That is definitely a, I want to say, natural-born killer's theory. Right. Yeah. Like, did you plan this and set it up? Or was it just, like, oh, he came home and this happened and I helped try to clean it up. Right. And get rid of the mess. Well, obviously, I think. I mean, she had to even, she had to be involved. I think she was holding, um, a gun on the woman while oh Carter god. beat the, or strangled the man to death. Oh my god. Yeah. But so, then it makes you wonder too, and I mean, not to be like victim's advocate, but it's like for the female to do that, that's her boyfriend. 
what was he doing to her? Yeah. You know. Or maybe she was just yeah. as sick and twisted as he was. Exactly. That yeah. is very true. I mean, she was like, no, let her idea. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. So, guys, be careful. You don't know who you're who you're hooking up with either. Yeah. Um, I think we've all heard of the Craigslist killer. Uh, in 2009, American medical student Philip Markoff, uh, he would go on Craigslist oh. and he would employ uh, women for adult activities, um, whether it was for an adult massage or if it was an escort service. Yes. Okay. So in Boston, he ro- he bound, gagged, and robbed his first victim, mm-hmm. uh, Trisha Leffler, in a Boston Westin hotel. And Trisha wasn't like your normal, I'm just going to stand here and take it. She went to authorities afterwards, oh. even though she was an escort at the time. Okay. You know, she, she was not ashamed of what she did. Good for her. Yeah. She went and she, she let them know. Four days later, Markoff killed Julissa Brisman, um, at a Boston Marriott. A few days later, I think it was a few days later, attempted to rob Cynthia Melton at a Holiday Inn in Rhode Island. Um, but he was caught, and mainly that was because of Trisha Leffler. The original one? The original victim. Wow. Yeah, because she had already let police know yeah. that, hey, this guy's out there. They had surveillance video of him. It wasn't great. Okay. But, but it was something. Ha- it was something. Police arrested Markoff. But before he could even make it to trial, he killed himself. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Why do they keep killing themselves Because first? they're cowards. They are. They're cowards. Right. I mean, there's just so much that goes with that in itself. But it's like, make it to trial. Yeah, I know. It's, come on, guys. We need justice. Exactly. Uh, the last one, this one was in 2016. And I remember watching a documentary about this. Okay. And I remember why I remember it. Uh oh. Okay. Good families. Oh. Don't fuck with families. So true. And because I can see, I can see my mom and my sister doing something like this. Mm. So the case is a 20 year old security guard, Khalil Wheeler Weaver, used dating apps to hunt for victims. Um, the charred remains of his first victim, Robin West, uh, this all took place in New Jersey, um, were found in an abandoned house. Investigators couldn't de- determine the cause of death because she was so badly burned. Oh. His second victim, Joanne Brown, disappeared in October, but her body was not discovered until December. Oh. She had been strangled. A third woman managed to escape. Um, but a fourth victim, Sarah Butler, did not. She had even messaged him and jokingly asked if he was a serial killer. So she was kind of doing her due diligence. Right. Sarah's family discovered messages on her phone and set up a fake dating profile. Oh. And set up a date with Weaver. Oh, the family did? The family did. Oh my god. Because okay. this is this is a little bit I'm not uh, putting down any police departments. Right. Um Weaver and all of his victims were black. Uh, so it may have been the family didn't feel that the police were doing all that they enough. could. Yeah. Not putting down the family, not putting down the police. Yeah. But the family took matters into their own hands. Wow. 
But when Weaver showed up to the date, the police were waiting for him. Oh, they were. Oh, yeah. So in 2019, he was convicted of 11 charges of murder, attempted murder, kidnapping, and arson. He was sentenced to 160 years. Oh, good. So he'll be there forever. Oh, yeah. He's he's done. He's done. But it was interesting. I think when we were first telling the story, it's like the first one, he set a fire to, right? The body. Yeah. The second one was uh, strangling. Yeah. It's just different. Or it's strange how normally a person will stick to one. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. And we will. So interesting. We will actually talk about that in another episode. Um, that Shannon may join me on. Yeah. So that'll be later on in the second season. Yeah. So those are some, you know, we talked about at the beginning. We don't want to scare you guys and everything. Yeah, I know. These are extreme cases. Yeah. But I think it would be very naive of all of us if we didn't believe that Sexual offenders, killers, serial killers yeah. weren't using dating apps to find victims. So anyways, yeah, guys, not everybody's a serial killer. No, not everybody is. Don't be scared. Just be cautious. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, <laughs> you know even though right. this is Washington and we're kind of known for serial oh, yeah. killers, most men on dating websites are just like everybody else. Yeah. That they're, mean you. they're just looking for love. Yeah. Or a hookup. Or a hookup. Or money. Or money. <laughs> and we want to be, want to be careful with the money, guys. It's your money, okay? You earned it. But you need to be cautious, mm-hmm. regardless. It's not, these guys and gals are not going to surprise you. You know, 100% yeah. of the time, there are, red flags out there. Yes. And some of us more than others are very aware of red flags. Yes, I am. I've <laughs> got to say anything. <laughs> but, you know what? I've 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 ran into red flags too at full speed. So, some red flags, they ask for money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Number cool. 1, I feel like red flag, asking for money. Asking for money. Like, wait, what? Why? Especially yeah. if you have not, not not met them in person. Yeah, if you okay. don't do it. If you have not met anybody in person, should you give them money? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's your money that you work for. Now, what if they say, "I'd love to come and see you. I can't afford a plane ticket right now. Can you Venmo me a thousand dollars?" Is that okay? No. Why to not? me personally, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. If I really truly wanted to give you that money or wanted to see you, I guess, I will buy my own ticket and fly out to you. Okay. So don't send these guys don't and gals any money. Uh, another red flag, and this goes along with it, they don't want to meet up in person. Oh, yes. They're probably not who they say they are. Yeah, they're catfishing like we talked earlier. They're catfishing or they're a wealthy Nigerian prince who has a a lifetime deal for you. (laughs) I'll take it. Yeah. So if they they don't want to meet up in person, once again, they are either up to no good. Yeah. Or they have an issue with confidence. Yeah. Yep. So I'm not going to leave those people out. Yeah, that's very true. 
I love this one because this one drives me nuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we've all seen this. I'm ready. I know you see this. <laughs> ready. They have a long list of requirements and deal breakers. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a long list of deal breakers can also suggest that someone is looking for the perfect match, which is unrealistic and not something you should strive for. Yeah. You're not going the perfect person. Oh, my gosh. What did I see one time? Uh, must be above five foot five. Oh, my God. Weigh 130 pounds or less. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, no tattoos. <gasps> only piercings in the ear. <laughs> must be a Republican, which is not a bad thing. Anybody be a right. Republican? I love Republicans, too. Yeah. Um, and it was just, like, odd and odd and odd. Like, cannot be a... um um. What was it? Cannot be a libtard. Um, cannot be a feminazi. Oh my. But do they expect like these people to read through and be like, oh, I'm that. Let me swipe yeah, left. Cannot yeah. have blue hair. And oh like, my yeah, god. Like, like you're missing out on like all the fun right there. Exactly. I mean, I the hot wonder. chicks, we have tattoos, right? That is very true. Heck yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, we're walking ours tonight. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, that was long. Oh gosh. They're funny to read. They are. It's just like, uh, they're definitely entertainment. I will feel like if I'm like bored at night, I'll be like, I'll just swipe through yeah. and I'll read by oh, it. Especially like, when you're what? on TikTok and you see oh, the women. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here, here's another one. Oh, and this one makes sense for me. Always canceling dates oh. and making excuses. Yeah. So yeah. they're either not who they say they are or they're married. Married. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so gross. sad. I know. Dude, just tell the chick you're married. But don't you worry. I would just feel like as a married, even from a female perspective, if I'm married and I'm like, you know, my husband's not doing this. I'm going to go on a dating site. I would be worried his friends would see my profile. Yeah, because guess what? They will. Exactly. And how they're not going to tell him. They're like, hey, bro, he, you know, she's on here. Like, yeah. What? And here's the thing, guys and, and ladies. Friends tell. They do. Because people like gossip and yep. love drama. Yes. Don't stir the pot. Do not. This one, this one was interesting. I didn't think about this one. Okay. This would not have made my red flags. Okay. They warn you about themselves. Huh. So they make jokes that say, oh, yeah, like I'm crazy. Or, yeah, I'm a psychopath. Interesting. Yeah. And it was just like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? If somebody told me that he jokingly said he was a psychopath, yeah, I feel like I've heard it as jokes. Yeah, I would. I they would ended stop up being a psychopath, but yeah, <laughs> I would stop messing yeah. him. And oh, I, you would if he said that. As a I joke? absolutely would. I would get so creeped out because it'd be like, yeah. why would you joke about that? <laughs> because that's my, you know, that's that's my. Um, but I feel like you should. I feel like if they're joking about something. I don't know. No, because I, I had I had one guy. He asked me, "God, where do you guys get this stuff?" I, honest to God, um, he asked me what my ideal date was. Was it the beach okay. or was it a cabin in the woods or oh, beach or mountains? Okay, yeah, which I think a lot of guys ask, especially yeah, up here in Washington. Like a, yeah, oh yeah, especially in Washington, especially in Washington. And I'm like, you know what? I I like the beach. Okay. And up here in Washington. And he's like, you know what? I would really love to kidnap you and take you to a cabin in the woods. Okay. Now that's 
that and a no. Yeah, I'm like, no. Nope, 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 nope. No. I blocked him. Yeah, I know. Like, no, honey. Like, that, you may be awkward, but that just ain't funny. Right? And I feel like some guys with personalities might not know how to talk and just, like, I want to kidnap you and meaning it however, but nope, I nope. would not take that risk. Nope. <laughs> nope. Moving on. Next. Next. Okay. <laughs> So, obviously, they ask for sexually explicit photos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... And I just feel like a lot of guys... A lot of guys get that from, like, married men, especially. Oh, yeah. Or that are have girlfriends dating somebody. Just want that photo to be like, I still got it in me. Yeah. Oh, and no. the other part of that is that um, sexploitation that we yeah. talked about, too. Yeah. So, here's the thing. Ladies, if you don't know them... Don't send it. Don't send pictures. Yeah. Guys, if you don't know them, don't send pictures. Yeah. Men who want nude pictures. There is a whole internet out there with a whole bunch of porn sites. True. That you could visit for free. Right? So true. I mean, for us women, boobs are boobs. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same. And for us women... Penis looks like penis, okay? I just feel like it's so different, too, that a dick pic, it's just like, to me at least. Most females, we don't like it. It's uncomfortable. It is. Guys like the picture. So I feel like guys are like, send me a picture. You know, if you know that person, you met that person, you trust them, send it. But if you don't know them, I wouldn't do it. But it's just different, like a guy receiving a picture compared to a female. So guys find it exciting and everything. And women were just kind of like... It doesn't uh, do anything. Unless I mean, you want to know maybe size yeah. or something. I don't know. I mean, I think with women, because we're more, for us, it's more mental. Yes. You know, yeah. we like the idea. We like That's the anticipation. True. Yep. Um, and men are more tactile. And very visual. And they're very visual. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of them, a lot of them like the anticipation, too, but they just, yeah. they want instant gratification. They do. Mind you, I love guys. I love you guys. Don't don't think I'm being sexist. Oh, I'm not. I love it. <laughs> I'm not sexist. I love you. Okay. So what we talked about earlier, love bombing. Yeah. And so love bombing for for you guys who are not having to worry about online dating or yeah. dating in general, love bombing is. Like, they're quick to tell you that they love you. And we're talking mm-hmm. about on the third date. Yeah, like, almost immediately. Yeah, they want to spend a lot of time with you. There's constant gifts, constant communication. Then they start, hey, why don't you spend more time with me than you do with your yep. friends? And this also includes sweet talkers, which, yes. Oh, uh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, I hate if I haven't met you yet, we have <laughs> not met for coffee. Do not call me sweetie. I don't even like sweetie if I'm dating somebody. Yeah, or honey. Yeah. Or baby. Oh, I feel like babe people are instantly like, even if you're just swiping on dating apps, they're like, hey, babe. Uh, Hello. hello. What's your name? <laughs> yeah, like we haven't met. We do not have a relationship. Right. Like, like just don't. No, I don't like it. So... All of this is an attempt to ensure future emotional and physical intimacy while setting you up for long-term manipulation and abuse. Do you find that to be an accurate statement? Yeah. I feel like especially isolating you away from friends and family, and it happens over time. 
But it could be something as simple as like, hey, I'm going to have, let's just say, mean example or make it made up example. Hey, to guide me, I'm going to go have game night with my friends. And they're like, oh, well, I booked this for us. Let's have this. So it's like a little bit at a time Ooh. and the isolation keeps building up. I feel like that's a huge love bombing thing, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think domestic violence, that's another episode. Yeah. We should definitely have. Um, and at the end of this episode, uh, I'll give you some numbers to call if you believe that you're in a domestic violence uh, relationship. Um, other red flags, they will not share pictures. And I'm not oh. talking about explicit photos. Um, Face pictures? They won't share pictures mm. on their profile. Oh. So, like, it'll be a picture of a dog. Okay. For some odd reason in Washington, a sailboat is pop- popular. Yeah. So there's no physical pictures. You don't know what of they them. look like. Right. Now, would you swipe? For me personally, I would never swipe, I guess, unless, or swipe or match, unless they saw... Their picture, would yeah. you? I feel like a lot of people would, though. I, I swipe left on people who don't have pictures. Right. Same. It's just one of those, no, I don't know. No. Right. I need to see you. So it could be a tip for guys, add a face picture. Yeah, because I'm not going to lie. I mean, our attraction, it's partially visual. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, if I don't find you attractive, I'm going to swipe left. Right. right. Exactly. And... And for, for those guys out there, for those haters that are like, oh, well, I can't, you know, ever get ahead because of right. Dude, I love a dad bod. Yeah. Who doesn't, though? I love a dad yes. bod. Same. If you have a six-pack, I'm actually more worried. Because, yeah, no, I agree. Because then I feel like you're a gym person. There's a lot right. more. Oh, there's red flags. A different topic. But, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the, the gym bod. The, the gym. Oh, the I gym I mean, I like it. But... More worry when it comes to a relationship. Right. Yeah, like, that can come with it. I like a dad bod, okay? Yeah. Okay, they give vague answers. Oh, It either too. means they're boring. Oh, okay. Which most of them are. Guys, one-word responses doesn't do it for no. us. Or they're up to no good or hiding something. Oh, Either way, yeah. swipe left. Yeah, don't do it. Especially, it's just super boring. Mm. It's not worth my time. What? Not worth my time. Oh, definitely not worth the time. <laughs> no, it's no. not. It's like, I don't want a novel. Yeah. But a one sentence would be fine. But if you're just like a quick, K, okay, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Yeah, if you, if no. you get a one-word answer down to one letter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, this one's a big red flag for me. Okay. Huge red flag. They talk about their ex. Oh, a lot. They are not over them. <laughs> yeah, like they haven't let it go or they're really bitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I I've dated, see that. I've dated men, some who are so paranoid Yeah. that they have asked me, do you know so-and-so, their ex? Oh, my. They yeah. asked if you know their ex. Yeah. And it's just like, no, I only moved here two weeks ago. I don't know anybody. Oh, no. Yeah. Huge red flag. Huge red flag. And I just feel like if they constantly, especially if you first meet them and they're constantly talking about their ex, they're not over them. Yeah, that's a timeout. Yeah. No. Okay. So also watch out for people who say all their exes are crazy. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're the crazy yeah. lawyer. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that. I was like, wait. All right. Absolutely. And the biggest red flag of all. I'm clapping my hands because this one's important. They have no respect for your boundaries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yes. Yep. When someone pushes your boundaries in an unhealthy way, they do not have respect for you. That is perfectly said and so true. Yep. And I have a test for that. Okay. And a lot of women on our social media page, this was their go-to also. Okay. When I am on a dating app, I will only message you through the dating app. Okay. Because right? it's safer that way. Oh, yeah. If you ask me for my phone number before we meet, I will tell you I do not give out my phone number to people that I have not met yet. Okay. I feel comfortable messaging only through the site. So I'll be upfront and honest. Okay. Nine out of ten guys, in my experience, not all, Okay. Yeah. Nine out of ten men that I have told this to, you can trust me, I'm a nice guy. Oh. I don't like that answer. I don't like how they said it. Right. Now, if they ask me, well, why is that? Right. That's a difference. That's different. That's, yeah. That, that's conversation. That's getting to know. That's exactly. That's wonderful. But if you say, I'm a nice guy, you can trust me. No. Chances are you're not a nice guy and I can't trust you. No, I would not trust. I'd be like, nope. Yeah. You're not respecting. Yeah. So that's somebody who's pushing your boundaries. Yeah. And what's even bigger about that is if you're not interested in a sexual relationship just yet. Okay. And they keep on pushing you and trying to coerce yeah. you. That's a huge, huge, huge no. red flag. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just no. They are not worth it. Yeah. So anyways, well, we have some safety tips. Yes. And we always share our safety tips because they are very important. Some of them you probably didn't think of before. No, probably not. Let's see. And this is like, for me, this was like extensive, ex- extensive online research. I'm not drunk. <laughs> so the first one, when you're setting up your dating profile, uh-huh. use different photos for dating profile. Don't use photos you've already used on social media. See, I've never thought of that one before yep. because I instantly go to whatever social media platform, screenshot it, okay, Tinder, you know. There you go. It. Yeah, which you've probably used on Facebook a yep, thousand so times before. You've used it on Instagram. Yep. Don't use those photos. That's a good one. Because people can take those and Google search them, yes. which is funny. It's going to sound hypocritical. And I'll get to that here in a little bit. Okay. I realize this sounds hypocritical. So don't yell at me in the emails. All right. Also, don't, if you're going to post pictures with your kids, oh. edit out your children's faces. Yeah. I think absolutely. Right. And this is for their protection because there are a lot of sick individuals out there yeah. who are intentionally on dating sites, not looking for a date with you. Yeah, but looking for a date for your kids. You know, there's one TikToker who I absolutely love, but she is so into like her kids will never be on TikTok. They're younger. Yeah, they'll never be on TikTok. She's very cautious where she films in her home because she's got family portraits around. Absolutely. Like you have to be extra cautious, even just taking a normal selfie. 
Yes. In your background. Yes. And that's what I was going to go over next. Don't post pictures of easily recognized places that you frequent. Not that you've been, but that you You go to a lot. So like your favorite bar, your favorite park. Yeah. Anything like that. And I'm a person of me naturally. Like I'm just, I keep going to the same places. I go to the same Starbucks every morning. Yeah. I route to work, whatever, dog parks, everything the same. Yeah. But that's smart. Which is another reason why you should switch up your, your routes too Absolutely. and work into the places that you go to. But when we're talking about dating profi- profile pictures, we're mainly bringing this up so you can decrease the risk of you being stalked. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because you don't know how many stalkers out there never reach out. They just see yeah. your picture. And then exactly if they stalk you, even if they say a couple messages, you have very casual conversation. That's it. Yep. You have no idea. You have no idea. Just ask Jodie Foster. (laughs) So, all right. So this is the the part where we get um, hypocritical. Do a background check. Yes. So I'm all for that. You want to look up their social media. Yeah. And you do that by using their profile pictures. (laughs) There's a whole website for that. You do it by doing a Google search with their profile pictures. Totally hypocritical. <laughs> it's very. I apologize. All right. So Google their name. Yeah. All sorts of great yeah. stuff comes up on Google these days, people. Oh, it does. You really can just Google their name, even like the city and state that you're in. Yep. See what comes up. Yep. Check sex offender databases. Absolutely. You wouldn't think about that naturally. Oh, you know, the other week that I, um, excuse me, I checked the sex offender database for, for our area. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a few came up. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the two scariest ones, one was first degree rape, several counts. Mm-hmm. And guys, first degree rape in Washington is yeah. Bad mama jamma. And the other one was sexual assault of a child under the age of 10. Oh, no. Nasty. It is out there on the streets. And it's so close to home, too. I would definitely, no matter where you live, even if you're not online dating, yeah. do it in your neighborhood. Yeah, check it's check crazy. your neighborhood, guys. And that is very easy. Most every city oh, in the United States. So. Yeah. Yep. Almost every county, too. Every county. I feel like that's doing it now. Yeah. Check your area. All right. And this is what Shannon and I do a lot. Reach out to social media dating groups to see if anyone knows yeah. the the user profile. Yep. Because trust me, they Somebody do. Everybody does. Everybody does. Knows. All right. Block and report suspicious profiles. Yeah. I feel like don't just move on. Yeah. Do the next like, person a favor. Yeah, exactly. Don't be like, oh, I'm fine. Think about the next person. Think about the know. next person. Do do a community service. Yeah. Don't, this is a duh. This is a duh, but it needs to be said. Don't share personal information until you've actually met. Yeah. And we're talking about phone numbers. We're talking about last names. Talking about addresses. Place of work. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want them showing up at your work. You don't want them showing up at your work. I, I tell my dates as much as I tell you guys. I'm a military historian. And that's where it ends. Yep. Yep. So, and once again, that's to stop stalkers. Exactly. Now, see, I do, me personally, I give out my phone number, but that's because I want their phone number. That's personal I choice. Search. 
my yeah. phone number. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Okay. I can look up their phone number and just see. So I do give up my phone number, but I'm quick to block. There you go. Very quick to block. And that is a nice little feature on your phone. Yes. Um, don't, obviously, don't respond to requests for financial help. Don't do it. Don't do it. Your money. Consider video chatting before yeah, you meet. I like that. I do like yeah. that one a lot. I, I don't because I'm just oh, not know. a not a video chatter. Okay. But that's just because, eh. Do you have an iPhone? I love FaceTime. Everyone at work, I try to FaceTime. They're like, stop trying to FaceTime me. And I was like, I love FaceTime. See, that's but why I like that my mom has an iPhone and I have an Android. So she can't FaceTime so can't me. <laughs> and she's probably listening to this. is like, well, I will just learn how to use Messenger then. You know, for your mom, there is a app that you can get. You're going to edit that out. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one's important. Meet separately in a public place. Yeah. And when I say separately, I yeah. mean you take yourself there. Yeah. Super important. Yeah. You don't rely on your date for a ride. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was horrible with that in the past. I better not. It's okay. But I do feel like thinking back on it now, I'm like, oh, my God. You never want to give somebody your address because you have no idea their friends, whoever, that they're going to yes. come back. So I had, thank you, I had this roommate who was doing wonderful now. She is incredibly bright. I mean, this chick worked for NASA, okay? Oh, wow. But we lived together for wow. for a short time, and she. <laughs> no. So I remember she came out of her room one day, and she's like, "Hey, I got a guy picking me up." I'm like I didn't know you were dating anybody. Oh no, I just met him about fifteen minutes ago online. Oh, that soon. And she had given him our address, wow. and he was going to drive her to a bar. Oh, no. And it, oh. and it was just like, honey, what are you doing? Right. And I used honey because I didn't want to use her name. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, this is, I, I was playing the big sister on her. I admit her. I admit it. But it's like. Right. You can't, you don't know this guy. You don't know what he's capable of. And I remember her telling me, Aaron, not everybody is Ted Bundy. <laughs> But after that, we did have a conversation. It's like, listen, if you want a guy to pick you up, that's fine. But you need to meet him across the street at the gas station. Right. You don't give out our personal address. That's yeah. not how new. No. So. Actually, just for like with bars and stuff. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, like I used to all the time. Yeah, now, I did too. Older, I completely am like different way of thinking. But. Yeah, you mean like the meeting for a mid morning or day coffee dates and avoid bars? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with meeting for a drink. No, absolutely. No. I think absolutely you can go for a few drinks, but you just have to be a little bit extra cautious. Yes. And I have that on the list, too. Um, if you do meet for a drink, know your limits and yeah. don't feel pressured to drink or drink more. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Especially don't if the guy is like. Let's see who, I don't know, maybe it was just a military thing, but I feel like a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's see who can outdrink who. And you're like, okay. You want to prove yourself and be like, yeah. I'm here. I can do it. And that's very much a female military yeah. thing it, because you got to keep up with the guys. You constantly have to prove yes. yourself. Yes. Yeah. So that might be more of a military, but for, I feel like you need to do that. Yeah. For civilians, it's 
if you've had three drinks and that's your limit and he orders another one, don't feel that you need to order one too. Order water. Yeah, that's a good one. Order, tell the bartender when he's not listening, hey, can I just get a club soda? Yeah. Or who drinks club soda? I always order tonic water. (laughs) I do. I I don't know. I watch too much TV. But anyways, don't feel the need that you have to keep on drinking. Yeah, absolutely. You don't. Another very important one. Tell a friend all the details. Yes. Yes. Because I think I told you I was going on a date. Yes. Yeah. So share your date's profile with a friend. I think that's super important. Yeah. For police to be able to track, even if, let's just say, they're catfishing you, the police have something to go off of. Absolutely. Do a screenshot of the profile. Yeah. Send it to your friend. Tell your friend where and where, where and when you are meeting. Yeah, and see, I always with an. I don't know if you can do it with there. I have an iPhone. Um, I always share my location. There with you. Another iPhone user, just so you know, if I'm like, okay, they're gonna kidnap me, whatever. No, but, it's, but I have my phone on me. I mean, it's better safe than sorry. Exactly. Someone yeah. sees my location. And you want to do a check in. Yes. Yeah, and this is this is twofold because in the middle of the date, if you do a check in, it's not going too well. Yeah. They can help get you out of there. And that leads us into our last one. Trust your instincts. Yeah. I really like that one. I feel like you know yourself better than anyone else. Yeah. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. Guys, your gut is going to be right yeah. most of the time. Yeah. So if you feel uncomfortable or unsafe, leave. Yeah. Um, if you feel that you cannot safely extract yourself, Enlist the help of a server, a barista, or a bartender, or even the closest person next to you. Yeah. Trust me, if another woman had just looked at me with a look of terror in her eyes, I'm going to jump in. Yeah. Because we've been there. Phone your friend. Yeah. Because that friend is going to come and pick your ass up. They will. Even if you think they won't, they will. They will. They're going to come in like gangbusters. Yes. And they're going to evict a dick. Okay? Yes. That's how it works. If you feel unsafe, okay, not uncomfortable, but unsafe, yes. you can call the police. Yes. That's what, what they're, they're there, there for. for. You work with police. Yeah, they absolutely will. Come there, especially, I mean, depending on what you say, but I feel like they take priority. And if it's something that you feel extremely unsafe and what they hear in the background for dispatch, they will respond and come and help you. Absolutely. And last but not least, don't worry about being rude. Yes, that's super important. And in quoting the murder queens, George and Karen, fuck politeness. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about being rude. Yeah. Speak your mind. I feel like for me personally, I was always, not always, but like growing up, I was a people pleaser. And it yeah. took me a while to find my voice. I'm like, listen, you're making me feel awkward. I'm out. I'm done. I'm out. Just do it. Yeah. You're never going to see them again. You don't owe them anything. No. Find your voice. No, you don't even have to say anything. Just yeah. get up and leave. Yeah. That's so true. That's don't it. Don't worry about being a people pleaser. Don't. Above and beyond, feel awkward. You don't owe them. You nope. owe yourself. Nope, because that is going to keep you alive. Exactly. Absolutely. So I think that wraps up 
Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Some online dating. And I know we are kind of all over the map, but that's what a bottle of wine will do with you. It will. So on that note, uh, just a, I think a few more weeks and I'll be back with season two. Yay. Got a full yeah, yeah. lineup. Exciting. It's going to be great. A couple more special guests. Yeah. So you guys don't have to listen to just me. Oh, they love it though. Yeah, I don't sure. think so. Yeah. You're all better. Yeah. My number one fan is my mom. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, she is. My number one, my number two fan is my buddy. So. Yes, but I have lots of wonderful people out there that are listening. I'll be back in a few weeks. Be safe out there. Definitely. Yeah, if you're online dating. Yeah. Like we said, trust your gut. If it feels wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. But other than that, do me a huge favor. Take care of yourselves. And take care of each other. Love that. Nice meeting everyone. All right. Thanks, Shannon. We're going to go and have some nachos. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.